Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download Live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk? Let's go. What's up, family? Ryan Tide here, and I'm enjoying the praise right here on The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! Welcome to the two-time Spin Award nominated, two-time Stellar Award considered, controversial, off-the-meters radio station in the land. It is your boy, the Psalmist Voice, with a Never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. 
You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. Over the weight of life with Sister Deanne Libreen. to be back live with you. Those of you who were catching the show on the replay, so many thanks. I appreciate it. I am yours truly, author, speaker, and host, Deanne Lubret, and I am here in hopes to bless you, to encourage you, to remind you it doesn't matter what kind of day you've had or are having that Jesus loves you, and there's nothing the devil can do about that. I want to thank you again so very much for being here. Oh, my God. I, I am I am overwhelmed to, to, to be back. I am I feel good. I am getting stronger, praise God. Uh had a little a little setback at the beginning of the year, but how many of you know we serve a great God? He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Above all that we may ask or think according to the power of Holy Spirit that works on the inside of us. So today I am very blessed. I am very grateful that you are here. But as always, I got to say a prayer, and I want you, if you can, if possible, bow your head with me. Let's invite the Lord into this program. Father God, we want to thank you. God, we give you praise and we give you glory. Lord, for everything you have done. Father, we are thankful. Lord, we are humble. Lord, we are grateful. So much, God, have taken place today, but we are grateful that we still serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who still sits on the throne, the God who was, who is, and is to come, the God that was not elected in, therefore you cannot boot him out. Father, we want to thank you that we serve the God of the universe, the God who created, and the God who sustained the universe. We give you thanks and praise this day. We invite your God into the show. We pray, Holy Spirit of the Almighty God, that you have your way. Draw, Father, spread a net out into the atmosphere and draw all God that you want to draw in right now in the matchless name of Jesus. I want to thank you, God, for Pastor Chris and Sister Shanice. I want to thank you, God, for this family who held me up in prayer. God, I give you thanks and praise. Multiply, multiply, multiply them, oh God. Increase and enlarge their territory. Father, for every member of every family on this radio network, and sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you help us to do exactly what you told us to do.
do. And that is to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Give us the strength. Encourage our hearts. Give us boldness like Peter and Paul. Let us stand up, cry loud, and spare none. God, have your way in this show today, we pray. In the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And by faith, God, we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 (laughs) I'm happy to be back, you guys. I'm happy to be back while I was gone. Amen. I I, I stayed on on social media trying to, you know, stay abreast with what's going on and, and, and all that and I guess you guys have heard of the George Floyd, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, trial that found the officer guilty on all charges. Uh, I ain't here to celebrate or not celebrate. This is on you. This is, you know what I'm saying? We may be controversial, but at the same time, we don't get into foolishness. Amen. We're not saying what happened was foolish, but there is just something we, the church, we, the body of Christ, know because we know how they can take our word and misconstrue it and turn it into something that we did not say. Amen. So let the Lord will be done. In Jesus' name. So I pray you guys have been doing well. And one of the things, y'all, that while I was on social media, God allowed me, I think, to see one on TikTok and two. Oh, yeah, y'all, sister died on TikTok. I thought you knew. <laughs> I thought you knew, baby. I am coming up. Okay. Yes, I have a woman of the thousands. Okay. Yes. So I was uh going through some uh, the videos on there and I saw this young lady and she was crying out asking people for help and her mother died and she has no body and she she has no no peace, and she is filled with anxiety, and she's depressed, and basically she was hanging on a string, whether to take her life or to keep living. I'm on Facebook, and I see this sister, she's saying, hey, this is it, basically, if nothing changed, this is it, I'm gone. I have to say to her, hey, don't do that, you cannot give up, you cannot give your life up, you cannot give up on God. Then I saw somebody else, and there are so many people right now who have no hope in this world that we live in. We have no hope. And if you are new listening to this platform, and I want to thank you, but this platform is Christian-based. Of course, we are standing on the infallible word of Jesus Christ. But the people that I have called to are hurting and, and broken people, and those are victims of domestic violence. And a lot of people don't realize there are people that may not be victim of domestic violence, but they have been hurt in some other way. And these people, too, are looking for answers, and these people, too, are going through. And their only option and their only way out or the only thing they can think about is to, to get out in the physical. And I have this to say to you. If you are contemplating suicide, if you are contemplating taking your life, first and foremost, I want you to know that Jesus loves you. Jesus would never want you to 
take your own life. Because if you take your own life, the thing that he called you to do, the purpose that he placed into you will never come into fruition. Just like you are listening to me, there is somebody out there who is waiting to hear your voice. There are specific people who are called to you. And if you take your life, then who are they going to hear? The Bible tells us that many are called, but few are chosen. And you are chosen for such a time as this. And you were chosen for a purpose. Do not let the enemy make you think or feel that because you are going through a rough time right now, that means it is all over. That means God doesn't love you. That means the words that Jesus spoke are not true. And Holy Spirit, everybody, he's with everybody else, but he's not with you. These are absolute lies from the pit of hell. I want you to think of this one thing. When or if you are thinking of taking your life. See, when you do that, life ends in the physical, but life begins in the spirit. So when we leave this earth, there are two places that we go. We either go to heaven or we go to hell. We leave this earth and we are in right standing with God. The angels ushers us into his presence. Just like if you are not saved and you are not Ready to go, the demon will usher us into hell. Now, I don't know about you. I have oily skin. Hell is not a place for me. I don't know about you. I don't need no more demons wailing on me in all in hell. As much as they have come to me and have fought me, I I I, I don't want to fight anymore. When I leave this physical. I don't want to fight. I don't want to have no pain. I don't want to shed no tears. I don't want no sickness in my body. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to have any anxiety. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to go through any of these things. So guess what Sister Diane is going to do? I'm going to do my best to serve God the best way. You know, we all go through trials. We all have tribulations. What you are suffering may not be what I'm going through. And what I'm going through may not be what you are experiencing right now. But can I tell you something? Not because mine is this and yours is that. That does not mean the pain is any less. See, we take time off. And we say, I need a break. I'm going to go on vacation. I need some rest. I need to lay down for a minute. And we take a break. Can I tell you? The devil never takes a break. He is on his job 24-7, and that job is to harass you and I. See, he's mad. He's vexed. He's upset. See, he knows where he's going when this is all over. He knows where he's going when this is all over. But you and I, we are still here. We still have a chance. We still have an opportunity to come before God and to let the Lord know I renounce the world. And today I'm making a decision to serve you. And many people 
who don't know God or many people who have a skewed view of God because of other conversations of what they've heard about God. They've decided not to serve God. One of the questions you hear all the time, well, if there is a God, why did he let grandma, grandpa, mom, and daddy, brother, sister, niece, nephew, cousin, uncle, why did he let them die? Why did he let my mama die of cancer? Why did he let my daddy die of a stroke? Why did he do this? How come we ask this question, where is God? Where is God? Where is God? What is God doing? I, I remember after 911, everybody was like, well, where is God? Where is God? Where is God? And the minute God started proving himself, I'm still here. Everybody stopped. Church houses used to be packed out after 911. Three, four months after that, six months after that, baby, people was back to normal. They forgot about God. See, sometimes we look at God as we see us. We think because we may forget about somebody. And we think because we may give up on somebody. And we think because we fall short. We think God is a regular man like we are. But he is no regular man. And yes, he is a man. He's no he, he's, he's, I mean, he's no she, he is a man, he is God, okay? So I, I, I was listening to something on on social media and, and, and this priest, and he was praying, and at the end of the prayer, we're supposed to say amen, homeboy said amen and a woman, I was stunned. Being the, the, the me that I am, I had to ask the Lord, did, did you hear that, Lord? You know what I'm saying? Because I thought he was stunned and shocked like me because that was my first time hearing. So I automatically thought, well, maybe that's the first time the Lord heard it too. But I quickly forgot. He's not a man like you and I. Yes, we were created in his image. But we are nothing like him, especially if we don't have him living on the inside of us. So I say to you, don't listen to people who do not know the true and living God. There are so many people who are leaving the faith and they're going on out there to serve other gods just like the Bible says. Just like Paul Paul warned us, these people are going to be having itchy ears. They want to hear what they want to hear. They want to hear what makes them feel good. They want to hear what they want to hear so they can continue living that lifestyle. That's why you're hearing that ridiculous preaching of once saved, always saved. The devil is a liar. The Bible, in, in, in the book of First John, he say, be ye holy. Why? For I am holy. So if he say, be ye holy, for I am holy, how can we be once saved, always saved? And these are the things. The world is looking for, and these are the things people who are hungry for God are getting snatched up by these wolves and sheep's clothing. And because the flesh loves to enjoy, oh, so you mean to tell me I can do this and still be safe? Girl, yes. You mean to tell me I can run them drugs like that and still be a man of faith? Bruh, yes, the Lord got you like that. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you are not saved, I speak it into existence that you will accept the Lord today. So I prophesy and I put this into the atmosphere. If you are not saved today, you will enter into the kingdom. Listen to me. 
if you want to know God for yourself, go to the B-I-B-L-E. Go to King James or the New King James. Because why would I say that? Somebody said, go to, is it Matthew 14, 27, Lord? And they said there are scriptures, all these new translation, translation and new message Bibles and stuff like that. And some of the word of God are not in some of these new Bibles. And what did God say? Do not add nor subtract out of his word. So if you are looking for God for yourself, if you say, Diane, I want to know God, but I heard so many things. And here I am, just like you said, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I haven't had a job in two years. Not to mention this whole coronavirus thing. My such and such got ill. My such and such died. I am hopeless. Can I tell you something? The only one that can give you hope is Christ Jesus. That's the only place you can hang your hat and you can have peace. That's the only person that you can call on in spite of what day, what time, what hour, anytime you call him. Not only does he hear, he answers. And a lot of people want to make God seem like he's an absentee landlord. So you have people on social media asking other people for help. And please don't get me wrong. Don't I'm not saying if we need help, we cannot ask help. I'm saying there is no man on earth right now that can save you. There is no man on earth right now that can give you what you want. There is no man on earth right now that can deliver you. And somebody said, well, what about Holy Spirit? Listen, don't, don't get too over-spiritual with me. You know what I'm saying, flesh and blood. So people are out there looking for answers. And because there are so many voices, they get confused. But here's what bothers me. A lot of the voices that are getting confused are in the church, are supposed to be in the body of Christ. Somebody posted something on Twitter, and somebody shared it, and it was a picture it was of, I think, two church houses. One said church. The other one said God. Guess what line to get inside was the longest? The line to church and the line for God was shorter. Because we go to church and we live any kind of reckless life. But when we go to God, truly go to God, you can't live like that. The things I used to do, like the old folks used to sing, we learned growing up in, in Sunday school, the things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The places I used to go, I don't go there anymore. It is a grand change since I was born, not from my mother's womb, but being born of the Spirit. Amen? Being born of the Spirit. <laughs> there are so many people that are going to miss God because of a denomination. I'm Christian. I'm a Baptist. 
I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a church of God. I'm a church of God in Christ because we got to get our music on. I'm a Methodist. What is it? Episcopalian, Catholic. And everybody got all these different titles and denominations. And I just wonder, sometimes my little brain go out, and I just wonder how many of these buildings are going to have folks in there when the trumpet of God sounds. I, 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 I wonder how many men and women are going to be in the choir singing to the top of their lungs, their lungs' capacity, and the trump of God will sound. And they're not even going to know that the brother and the sister next to them were caught up and they no longer here on earth. See, you cannot have a relationship with church. You cannot have a relationship with a denomination. You cannot have a relationship with your pastor and think that's the way to make it in. Jesus himself said in the book of John, I, Jesus, he is the way, John 14, he is the way, the truth, and the life. So if you're looking for truth and you're looking for life, the only way to get that is through Jesus Christ. He is truth and he is life. So if you're thinking of taking your life, you need to have life step into you. And what is the name of life? His name is Jesus. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. He's with us in spite of our craziness. I don't know how crazy anybody is, but I know I have gone on some crazy trips, and I think I'm still weaving from them trips, okay? So I know what it's like to be a little cuckoo crazy way out there. But I can tell you this. As way out as you go, this is the beautiful things about God. As way out as you go, his eyes are not dim where he cannot see you. His ears are not deaf where he cannot hear you. His mouth, he's not a mute where he cannot talk to you. His hands aren't bound where he can't reach out. It's not too short where he cannot snatch you out of whatever you may be in right now. And his feet are not bound together where he cannot walk to you. See, we serve a good God. And our relationship with him is a faith walk. You have got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he loves you. You have got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is nothing you or I can do or have done that can stop God, that will prevent God from loving you. It's not going to happen. He has loved you and I with an everlasting love, and there's nothing we can do about it. Now, Please don't take that love for granted and think, oh, because he loved me, I can do this and I can do that. Because he loved me, I can run amok. Because remember, I think it's in the book of Leviticus, either Deuteronomy or Leviticus. He told us, my spirit 
will not always strive with men. You hear me? My spirit, he said, will not always strive with men. So one of these days, as wonderful as grace is, as wonderful as his loving kindnesses and his tender mercies are, it's going to run out. When do we know it ran out? When we close our eyes on this side and we open our eyes on the other side. Now, <laughs> like I said, yo, while I was recuperating, while I was getting better, I was listening to, <laughs> Ooh, if you don't know the word, y'all, you will get sucked in. That's why First John says, First John 4, I think, he says, we have to test the spirit and see whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. There are false prophets right now preaching and teaching stuff. And this one right here blew my mind because it's from a pastor. Apparently, this pastor, he lost the child. And from the way he sound, he, he, he was saying, well, he loved God and he, his, his, his direct words were, we all, we all have uh, faults, basically, we all fall, we're all human. Right there, excuse. Okay, you're making an excuse. Okay, and, and yes, that is true. We all, we all falter, we all, sometimes we fall flat on our faces. So he went on and he started praying afterwards. <laughs> and he prayed, and this is what he asked God. Would he, would God Almighty grant his son's soul into heaven? I was like, huh? Huh? What? 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 You tell me. You get on social media. You try to teach and preach to other people. And you're going to tell me and everybody else that you do not understand when you die. That's it. I don't care. You can die two minutes ago. I don't care how much prayer they pray. Unless that person, unless God revives that person and brings that person back to life, wherever that spirit goes, that's where it goes. Gee, the the uh, when Lazarus and and when Lazarus died, and the rich man died, when the rich man got into hell, and the Bible says he lifted up his eyes because he was in torment. He's called Father Abraham. Would you get Lazarus? Because see. He was on earth. He was eating all them good meals. He was living in a big old house. He had everything he needed, best doctors, everything. Lazarus, the beggar, the pauper, the poor man, sat by the gate begging to the point the sores on his body, the dogs would come and lick the sores on his body. Lazarus was begging. But when they died, the roles were reversed. All of a sudden, Lazarus was the one 
who was in peace. Lazarus was the one who was in the perfect place. And the rich man, the rich man found himself in torment. Now, please don't say, oh, since dying, you preaching about money, and you preaching about people who got money. Look, look, this ain't that kind of party. This ain't that kind of show, okay? We don't do that over here, okay? When he lifted up his eye, he saw Lazarus. He called Father Abraham. Would you let Lazarus dip his finger into some water? And put it on my tongue. He said, because I am in torment. What was said to him? There is a gulf between where you at and where Lazarus is. So Lazarus can't see nor hear you. And Lazarus cannot come to your aid right now. So how can a pastor who is preaching... Ask God to grant his son soul access to heaven when you know your child wasn't living right. You, let me tell y'all something. I have three kids. I get on my knees or something. I sit on my bed. I sit outside. Or I even sit here at this table, at this desk. And I pray unto the Lord. Save my children because once they leave, I can pray until I turn blue in the face. Nothing is going to change. Nothing, wherever they are, that's where they're going to be for all eternity. And when I think of my children, when I think of me, when I think of the people who have brought me hurt, who've taken advantage of me, who've rejected me, who lied on me, who intentionally hurt me. If hell was just for, okay, for the wrong you did, you don't go to hell for 500 years. You don't go to hell for 1,000 years. You don't go to hell for 1,500 years. You don't go to hell for 5,000 years. We're like, okay, God, good, get him. <laughs> but hell has no end. No end. If you don't believe me, I do that often to keep myself in check, to search my heart, make sure there's no unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, anger, rage, wrath, lawlessness, and witchcraft, anything diabolical in me. Get on YouTube and watch these people who died and went to hell. Watch these people who tell you the torment. Watch these people who told you the other people that was there, how they are. And think about it, y'all. They're still there. And after all this torment, when they come before the white throne judgment, then you are sentenced to everlasting now, right now in the Caribbean island, on the island of St. Vincent, St. Vincent is not very far from my island, which is St. Lucia. St. Vincent is not very far. And that volcano erupted and it blasted again and it blasted again to the point I call my aunt in St. Lucia and she say the, the ashes turn the skies over St. Lucia dark. Now just imagine 
the heat of that volcano. Just imagine if you were to fall in a volcano, your body would poof, disintegrate. Gone. You wouldn't have no more physical natural pain. But can you imagine? Your spirit cannot die. And for your spirit to be in unquenchable fire for all eternity. I say to you, let's get it together. I say to you, please, let suicide be the last thing on your mind. I say to you, please, if you are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, let's preach it right. Let's tell the truth so souls can be saved. I say to you, let us do our best. No, we are not perfect. Yes, you're going to get on my nerves and I'm going to get on your... Yes, there are days when I'm just going to want to smack you. And you will the same way too. But let us never forget. Do not go to bed with anger. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Anything that is going to keep you out of the presence of God. Let's get rid of it. Unforgiveness, I pray and I, I call out the names of the people. And I say to God, God, I have made a decision. I forgive them. Because guess what? I don't forgive them. In the book of Matthew, if I don't forgive them, guess what? When I go to Jesus and I mess up and I guarantee you, I will. And I say, Lord, forgive me because I had the wrong thought. Forgive me, Lord, because I offended anybody, even though I didn't mean to. Forgive me, Lord. I said this. I shouldn't have said it. Forgive me, Lord. I participated in this conversation. I Forgive me, Lord. I, when I do that, what he going to say? You didn't forgive your mama. You didn't forgive your ex-wife. You didn't forgive your ex-husband. You didn't forgive your wife and your husband now. Why should I forgive you? Come on, church. If we are going to make a difference in the world, if we are going to be the light of this world, we have got to get it together. We have got to get it together. Us victims of domestic abuse, us victims of rape, victims of sexual molestation, victims of, of physical abuse, those of us who have broken this and broken that in black eye and busted lips, those of us whose mind was scrambled by a narcissist, emotional abuse, you don't know if you're coming or going. Those of us, even we went to the church house and the church heard us. People who said, I'm going to help you in a business, and they took your money. We've all been hurt. But please, I say to you, do not let that hurt cause you to spend eternity in hell. Does this, this, have, have I ever thought about men? Yes, it would be good for that sucker to go to hell. Yes, it would be good for her to go to hell for what she did to me. 
for what he did to me. He deserved hell. She deserved it too. My mama, she deserved hell two times. And my daddy, he was never there. He deserved it even more than that. My sister took my husband and my brother took my wife. We just go on. And we say we love God. And when we say things like that, and when we have the attitude portraying that, no wonder there are people on social media asking lost people to help them. They're not coming to us because we're wacko. We whacked out. Because how can we say we love God who we have not seen? And yet I'm your brother. I'm your sister. You loaned me $50 20 years ago. I haven't paid it back and you hate me. I stepped on your toe by mistake. I'm sorry. Your bunions bled. I'm so sorry. You still hate me. It's not the way of God. And I don't know if you guys are paying attention. I'm trying to put myself on a regimen where I listen to the book of Revelation no less than two days in a week. It may not be for you. But it's for me. You know why? When I hear the word and I look at what's going on in the world right now, the Bible is telling us exactly what's going to happen tomorrow before tomorrow gets here. It's telling us exactly what's going to happen next week before next week gets here. So church, let's get it together. Another thing I saw on social media. Amen. I got about 15, 18 minutes to go. Another thing I saw on social media, this, I'm thinking he's probably an atheist or agnostic because of, of, of the way he think and because of the way he really thought he busted God and made God look bad. So he was saying to you Christians who are talking about the rapture, So he got his little definition of the rapture. And one of the definition of the rapture is to rape. And he said, so this is what basically, this is what our God, you know, this is what our God is telling us. This is what we're looking forward to. Because we're talking about the rapture. The thing about the Bible, the thing about the uh, the word rapture, the Bible never the Bible never called it rapture. Paul said we're going to be caught away in the twinkling of an eye. Zoom, gone, out of here, peace out. So if you tell it me what God says is going to violate me in a way like nobody else has ever violated me, or if I am the victim of someone who has been raped or molested or sodomized, this is what the rapture is. No, thank you. Don't want it. Don't want it. And there are so many people who hear that message. So many people who heard that message. And I can only imagine how many of them fell for it. Here's the thing. I was laying in bed this morning. 
And you know, you just lay in bed, you're not really sleeping, but your eye closed, you're kind of thinking and contemplating, or sometimes you're just there, your body's just relaxing, your mind just free running to and fro. <laughs> and I was just laying here, and I just heard this laugh. And the first thing that popped in my head, one of these days, we're going to be driving. We're going to be on a plane. We're going to be at our desk, cooking, washing dishes. And the trump of God is going to sound. And that's going to be it. Because that day, that time, no man knows. Jesus said, not the angels and not even him. So when you hear some goof saying the rapture is rape and to do something so hurtful, I say to you, it's a lie from the pit of hell. We are not going to be raped. We are not going to get anything bad done to us when Jesus cracked the sky. Every eye will behold him. Every eye will see him. And he told us that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up to men. I'm going to ask you something. I ask myself, if the rap... <laughs> So you should say in rapture because that's what we say in church. If Jesus was to bust the sky open right now, can you honestly say beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm ready to go? If Jesus was to, to just, because y'all, one of these days, it's going to happen. And this is why I have a friend, <laughs> and she said, girl, I have no shame. My shame box is empty. And I am coming to that place where I have no shame. If there be any pride in me, I want God to pump it out. Because one of these days, it's going to happen. And when it happens, I want to be ready. So I am saying to you, if you've never heard of the gospel of Jesus Christ before, and if you've heard of the gospel of Jesus before, and if you were in the church and you backslidden, or if somebody did wrong to you and you just said, all them church folks, they all the same. No, we're not. Do not get yourself caught up in a religion. But get wrapped up, like the old folks' mother used to say, wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in a relationship with Jesus. I'm doing my part. I pray for you. You pray for me. Here's the thing. I cannot live that life for you. And you cannot live that life for me. As much as we love our children, we cannot live that life for them. And when I think of that, that breaks my heart. Because what mother, what mother who has a heart can think of their children not making it to heaven. Or what mother or father 
who is praying for their children to be saved. And the rapture happens and they get left behind. I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for my grandchildren. I don't want that for you that's listening. What did Jesus say is the second greatest commandment? That I love my neighbor as myself. You see, this thing I went through earlier this year, <laughs> let, me, let me put it like this. In order to get oil out of an olive, you don't have to go through some crushing. And what I suffered this year, I have been crushed. And the sad thing is, I'm still being crushed. Because I can still feel the hand of the Lord on me. Is that a complaint? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Keep your hand on me, God, is what I say. Jack me up every time I get in my feelings. Whenever I forget who I am, where I am, where you brought me from, have a little one-on-one convo with me. Because, y'all, I really love God. And my prayer is that I want to fall so deep in love with Jesus. I want to fall so deep in love with Holy Spirit that the minute they say, Diane, you messed up, forgive me, Lord. The minute I feel conviction of Holy Spirit, the minute I hear a whisper, the minute I enter a place and my spirit say, nope, do a U-turn, go right back around, don't care who's there. The world at large is on a slippery slope directly to hell. And we are the light of the world. And it is our duty as ambassadors for Christ. It is our duty as children of God. It is our duty to those of us who say we love God to let our light so shine in darkness so men who are in darkness can see the light. And you know what? Something different about you. What's going on? He used to act kind of this and that. You don't act like that anymore. What's really happening with you? Hmm? What's really going on with you? When I want to self-check, I don't ask myself, co-workers, because I don't work anymore, you know who I ask? <laughs> you know who I ask? I ask family. Because you know, you know family going to tell you. You've been going to church for 20 years. You're still greedy. You still lie. You still do this. You still do that. You still, I ask from where I was last year, honestly, in attitude, in behavior, in my spirit, my joy, my peace, argument. From where I was last year, at this time to here, where am I? And I get the truth. 
I asked my fiance, he said that. I asked my fiance, oh God, that was the wrong person to ask. <laughs> that was the wrong person to ask. Oh, when you talk about brutally honest. Oh. And he told me, you're not as you're not bitter like you used to be. You're not angry. Holding on to stuff. Y'all, I don't even like arguing anymore. Because I understand me arguing and, and remaining on stuff keeps me out of the presence of God and it keeps me from hearing God. So I asked him, he's he like, well, the, the, the crazy. I said, on a scale one to five about the crazy. I mean, what is it? I'm still almost at a four. <laughs> I'm still almost at a four. But you know what? That crazy is what keeps him on his toes. Amen? So, this is what I've been going through since January 14th. This is how God has been dealing with me. These are the things that I've been paying attention to. I'm seeing my prayer life is evolving. God is putting a new passion in my heart for prayer. And God is putting a passion in <laughs> Woo, y'all, let me tell y'all something, baby, baby, baby. Let me tell y'all something. If you don't think there is a God, I get, I, 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 let me give you a challenge. Try him for 30 days. I'm in full go in for 30 days. Read your words. Pray. And that one person that really did you wrong, that one person that really worked your nerve, the person as I speak right now that you have not forgiven. 30 days. You wake up in the morning or at night, you pray for that person, not about them. Don't tell God about them. God, so selfish, such a pompous jerk. I cannot stand her. She just, no, 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 no. Don't pray about them. Pray for them. 30 days. Read your word. And honestly, honestly, pray for them. I guarantee you, <laughs> by the 25th of the day, you're going to be like, oh, man. I'm starting to like them again. I promise you, you're going to like them. And by the 30th day, you're going to love that person. And that's where I see God is doing. That's what I see he's doing. The very people I know who worked witchcraft on me. You got me praying for these people to get them out of hell. No, they did wickedness to me. They deserve a hell, God. But if they deserve hell, so do I. We all deserve grace. We all deserve mercy. Well, we don't do, you know what I'm saying? God is gracious and he gives it to us every day, every morning. We have new mercy. We have new, we have grace. We have new mercy. He covers us. He keeps us. We're here. Amen. So let's pray. And if you have never given your life to Jesus, let's do that. If you backslidden or whatever, 
Let's get it right today. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, repeat after me. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that I am able to hear your word and that love that you have for me. Father, I thank you that you allowed Jesus to die a death that was supposed to be mine. Father, you say, if I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that Jesus, he died for me, he gave his life for me. God, if I confess, if I believe, I take this in by faith. God, you say, I'll be saved. So, Father, here I am. I renounce the word of God and the life that I once lived. And I say to you today, Father, come into my life. Come into my heart. Live in me, Holy Spirit. Fill me with your power, Holy Spirit. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit right now, Jesus. I give you thanks. I give you praise from this day forward, Father. Even when I mess up, I still know I belong to you. From this day forward, God, I am your child. Erase my name out of the book of death and write my name in the book of life. Today, today, not tomorrow, but today, right now, I am saved by your grace. Father, we thank you for everyone who said this prayer today or any other day when they hear this broadcast again. We pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, that your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We pray right now, Father, that you watch over us as we go to bed tonight. Let us have a collision with you tonight. Let us have an encounter with you tonight. God, rest the fires. God, let us run into you like a brick wall where we can never be the same again. Break us. Mold us, shape us, make us God what you want us to be. We give our lives to you. Great is your goodness. Great is your glory. Great is your name. And from this day forward, oh God, we will do our part because we know you will do your part. Faith without works is dead, he says, y'all. So when you do your part, he'll do his part. Amen. Guys, an hour is up. (laughs) I want to thank you guys so much for being with me. If you are not following me here on the TTV Radio Network, I want you to go ahead and give me a thumbs up and hit that follow button. Look for the lady in the yellow suit, TPVRadioNetwork.com. That would be me. I want to thank you, Pastor Chris, First Lady Shanice Newton. Thank you for your love and for your prayers. Thank you for welcoming me back. Ladies and gentlemen, by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will be back. Next Tuesday, same time, same place, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'm thinking, y'all, of going live while doing the show. Oh, now I need to get my hair did. Okay. <laughs> the diet got to look on point. If I'm going to come and talk to you right now, okay? So, you guys, I love you. Know that God loves you. And know that he has never seen the righteous forsaken. No, he's seen begging for bread. So walk with me, family. Let's go. Good night, everybody, and thank you. Love you much.
Central Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.